0: Welcome to the Defend the Fort podcast, brought to you by the Fort A. State University Alumni Association. <music>
1: Hey Tiger fans, this is Katie Wagner, a sophomore at Fort Hayes State and a member of your Lady Tiger basketball team. As a student who has received scholarship support, please know how blessed I feel to have the financial burden lifted while pursuing a degree in accounting and getting to play the sport that I love. Your support is changing the lives of students like myself. For those who have not made a gift to Fort Hays State University this year, please support the fort by visiting foundation.fhsu.edu today. Go Tigers.
2: It's time for Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network. Tiger Talk, live from the Golden Q in Hayes. The Golden Q, dining, billiards, and a whole lot more. Two blocks east of campus, the Golden Q. If the game is on, we're open. Tiger Talk is also brought to you by these premier Tiger sponsors. Golden Belt Bank of Hayes and Alice, banking one story at a time. The Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute. Expertise, technology, and compassion, all right here. Adams Brown, strategic allies and CPAs. BTI, your John Deere dealer in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Nest City, and Pratt. BTI, our family in partnership with your family. The taco shop, dine-in, carry-out, or delivery. You've never had it so good. G&L Tire and Automotive, complete automotive service and repair, and tires for all driving needs.
0: Have a good Monday. Welcome into Tiger Talk. We're live at the Golden Q. We'll be talking Fort Hay State basketball as the Tiger men and women, believe it or not, we're at the final week of the regular season. Two regular season games to go, then on to the MIAA tournament, which, boy, looks to be as exciting and crazy this year as it has ever been back in Kansas City after a year's hiatus. Uh, And of course we'll talk more about the MIAA tournament next week on our final basketball Tiger Talk of the season. But uh, our next to last, we'll talk about a couple of road wins for both the men and the women and big games coming up this week. One at home on Wednesday against Missouri Western and then on the road at Northwest on Saturday to wrap up the regular season. Again, we're live at the Golden Cube, Just a couple of blocks east of if the game's on, they're open at the Golden Queue. Head Women's Coach Tony Hopson joins us now and congratulations. Uh, you got two wins, different <laughs> style of games, different types of games, I guess, on Thursday in Jeff City and then Saturday in Warrensburg. But you get into February, you get into late February, it doesn't matter how you win them, it's just a matter of getting that W in the column. And your team took care of business and did that on both games.
1: Yeah, we did. It was uh uh, you know, that's always a tough trip because you have, uh, you know, your first, your first game is in Jeff city. So you got about a six hour, six hour trip the day before. And then, um, you know, you set that day of the game and it's a, uh, snowstorm and ice and everything, kind of a crazy day there. Uh, their school was actually closed. Um, couldn't get into the gym until later in the day, you know, and, uh, so it was just a, it was just kind of strange circumstances, and and I mean we didn't like, uh, I mean we didn't set any records that night or or play just awesome or anything, but we played well enough and with enough energy, uh, enough attention to uh, to get the job done, uh, because any team any team can be dangerous on the road and and when you're that athletic and uh, you know they just they have a pretty good they play play really well at home and uh, so I was just glad to get out of there with. With number one healthy and number two with the win.
0: Yeah. And and you know, you look at that game, the the I guess the stat that stands out you had twenty turnovers. One of your higher turnover games and, and I think what they score twenty four points off of turnovers. You yeah. take you take that away if it's a norm a normal number, about eleven or twelve that's eight or ten points, and then you win a game by 20, 20 plus, and and you know not that the you know the score final score matters, but it certainly looks a lot different if you you have a normal game and a turnover. That was about the one probably negative on yeah. Thursday's game was the turnover count. Yeah,
1: we were loose with it, and you know you have to look where your turnovers come from. Our, our two primary ball handlers, um, Galladay, Hobbs, they handle the ball. Ninety percent of the time, getting us into the offense, they have they have one of our of our twenty turnovers. They have five percent of our turnovers, and that shouldn't be that way. Um, you can't you can't have people that don't have the ball in their hands very long having a uh, so many turnovers. And and the the primary thing is is we just we try to force stuff that is is not necessarily there. and We have to be more content with going ahead with our continuity in our offense instead of just trying to you know, we have to score in eight seconds. So we're going to make two passes. It's going there or it's going out of bounds. And we just have to, uh, we have to be a little more patient uh, at times running our offense. And uh, we've, we've talked about that. and, And the thing is, I mean, we've got some kids that are aggressive and the reason they're good players is that they're aggressive. And they're aggressive with their passes too, and sometimes, <laughs> sometimes when they are, it doesn't turn out well. So sometimes your your biggest asset can kind of, uh, you know, some kind of, bites you sometimes. And uh, so, yeah, we we did. We turned it over too much, and like you said, while the scores of the games don't matter in the end, uh, it matters how I manage the game and who's right. playing how many minutes. That's and true. we've got a game on Saturday. And, you know, do I need to leave Jaden in there for 35 minutes? I'd rather not, but you know, in a 10-point game on the road, or an eight-point, or whatever it got down to, I probably need to.
0: And you talk about that, and I'm sure that's a fine line that aggressiveness, because you don't—I mean, you want them to be smart, you want to make good decisions, but you don't want to rein in that aggressiveness, because as you said, that's what makes them who they are. But it's that that fine line. I'm sure you're juggling every time.
1: Yeah, it it is, and. Um, I guess you just have to you just have to pick and choose when when you need to and when you you don't and uh, you don't want to come down to the last five seconds of the shot clock every time because you've passed up some reasonable opportunities to score and then have to force up a bad one. So I don't like that either. But I, I think that uh, you know I think I got my point across. Uh, I know I did. I don't know if it'll do any good. Uh, but that's what's keeping us from extending these leads or keeping leads is, is uh, ball security most of the time and maybe some shot selection, uh, which got us just a, a little bit on, uh, on Saturday. But um, overall, you know, I like to uh, – our kids are showing up and they're playing hard, and defensively we're getting to the point now where I, th- I was hoping we'd be mm-hmm. eventually. Didn't know if we'd ever get there, but, um, boy, I, th- I thought uh, Thursday was okay and I thought Saturday was excellent. Big game Thursday
0: from Lauren West off the bench. Five of eight from three. She was obviously the the spark plug that got you a little separation and got you going. Scored 17 points and and her role has obviously changed throughout the season. But boy, she's been a nice uh, coming off the bench like she has. And then you have a game like that where she knocks in five threes. That's a that's a game changer.
1: Well, and, and she just she always needs to be ready because you don't know what kind of game you're gonna you're gonna have. And Lincoln uh, chose to to zone us a mm-hmm. bunch and. You know, Sydney Bergman is is playing great for us right now. But sometimes against a zone, I might want to put a shooter in and and stretch it out a little bit. So uh, Lauren came in off the bench and was was really ready between and her and Emma really sparked us. Yeah. Um, but Lauren hit I think three right there in about a two minute span that kind of gave us a little breathing room and, and had a great game for us. And and like I said, Emma did the same. She hit a couple and. Uh, that's what it takes you you you're always I don't know where you got it whether we've just probably talked about it but you know you you need these people you don't know who it's going to be and that's makes you dangerous because one game coming off the bench it it uh, might be Jesse come you know last year at Lincoln Jesse had 18 and scored like 14 the first half and then this year it's Lauren and uh, it doesn't have to be your starters that show up and help you play a big and, and be a big part in winning a game, and and when you have some people off the bench that are that, that can uh, be your leading scorer, um, that doesn't happen very much if you look through box scores of teams. Very seldom does somebody off the bench be your leading scorer, but I'll bet we've had it. Uh, five or six times yeah, this year but a few so, yeah that's uh that's big
0: that was a big game tigers got the win on thursday then on to central missouri we'll talk about the game but the jenny's always a big matchup when the two hook up And of course we'll preview this week missouri western on wednesday at northwest on saturday tiger talk presented by GNL tire and automotive they got tires for all driving conditions and budgets along with complete automotive service and repair GNL tire and automotive are just east of 8th and Main on the Bricks in downtown Hayes. Take a break. More to come on Tiger Talk here on the Tiger Sports
3: Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. It's finally here. The Fort Tavern and Patio Bar in downtown Hayes is now open. What is the Fort? Well, let's just say it's unlike anything in western Kansas. The entertainment is off the charts with axe throwing, duck pin bowling, virtual reality, games, food, and drinks, including a 30-tap self-pour beer wall. The Fort is a complete entertainment center. Kids and adults will love the experience. Now open, the Fort Tavern and Patio Bar, 109 West 7th, next to Defiance Brewing in downtown Hayes.
1: Know-how.
3: Know-how. New Year's savings are store-wide at your local Napa Auto Parts store, Gibbs Auto Supply in Hayes. Receive a $20 rebate on any Napa Legend battery. Diesel fuel de-icer only 9 dollars Scotch shop towels $12.99 per box. And ice melt 20-pound bag $6.99. And check out the great selection of wiper blades and anti-freeze products, too. Take advantage of these savings and many more at Gibbs Auto Supply in Hayes. Planks off, no
0: good. Ruddle rebounds. Five seconds to go. She's into the front court with three. Plays to Randall. Layup. Good. And that will be the end of the quarter. That was some of the action from Thursday night. That was in Jefferson City. Shot right at the end of the first quarter. Hays State women uh, knock off the Blue Tigers and then knocked off Central Missouri on Saturday. Welcome back to Tiger Talk. It's brought to you by the Hayes Orthopedic Institute. Expertise, technology, compassion, all right here. The Hayes Orthopedic Institute. They're the official team physicians for Hays State Athletics. We do have a couple of questions from listeners. We'll get to a little bit later on in the program. You can still participate there. Go to the FHSU Athletics website, fhsuathletics.com. Under the Fans tab, you'll get a drop-down menu. You'll see it there. Submit your question. If we use it, you got a chance to win uh, a gift certificate here from the Golden Q in Hayes, the Golden Q, if the game's on, they're open. Four-day state, two wins on the road, and uh, we mentioned Central Missouri on Saturday, and we talked about it before the game uh, broadcast. Always a big game, obviously. You've played them in big games. They've been a national title contender for years. I think it went through six of the last ten or seven of the last eleven. They ended your season. Now, one of those was uh, the COVID year when the tournament got canceled, you was, that was the last game. So I threw that in there as well. But you've met them at key points, whether it was a conference tournament early on or NCAA tournament game. So that just adds, you know, to the, the I guess, fire to the rivalry. And uh, it kind of felt that way on Saturday. They had a good crowd, one of the bigger crowds we've seen. They were into it. That was a fun game, fun atmosphere. And obviously you came
1: away with the win. So a great day. Yeah. It, and we knew, uh, we knew it would be that way uh, as far as uh, them having a good crowd because it was their senior day. Mm-hmm. And they have a, a couple, a couple of good ones. So, um, you know, our kids knew that they would have to play well, and knew that they they would not go away no matter how far ahead we got. And uh, boy, we had we just had a, a great first half and really, really played well on both ends. Had some shots go in. Uh, were able to build a, a a big lead at halftime and uh, sustained their first little comeback in the in the start of the third quarter. Uh, but boy, they you know, you knew they weren't going to give up Mm -hmm. not on that day. And, uh, luckily our defense was good enough to, to hold us in there. We turned them over a bunch and, uh, held on for the win.
0: Yeah, they had 21 turnovers. That was kind of the the story there. You scored 21 points off of those, and you look at the end of the day. That was big. You mentioned the defense in the first segment about improving and maybe playing where you thought you could, Uh, and you've seen it steadily get better and better and better, but the last two, three, four games, it's really seemed like it's taken another step. What's changed? What's made you guys so much better on the defensive end here all of a sudden?
1: Well, I, I think, first of all, you have to have kids that understand The urgency of the situation like towards the end of the season. Um, So we always start about like last week, the week before, we always we always just approach it like, you know what, you're in uh, you're in tournament time right now because uh, each each game is important on whether you make it uh, to any tournament, your seed, uh, whether you win the conference championship or whether you're contending for it. So just start playing it game by game like, you know, if you lose this game, it's your season's over. I, th- I think our urgency has, has uh, become more apparent, and you know that's it, defense is just effort. Uh, any good offensive player, I believe, can be a good defensive player uh, if the same if the same effort is put forth. <laughs> so, um, I, I just think uh, first of all, I think uh, Sidney Bergman's emergence. Uh, you know rein, reinserted into the starting lineup here and there i mean she didn't saturday it does not matter to her she played 31 minutes uh but she gives us an extra little kicker in there on defense uh she was she was great saturday i think Whitney Randall is playing as good defensively as she has mm-hmm. and and all it is with was her was just you need to you know it's uh have it in full full gear the whole time um Jaden's Jaden's a really good defender, and the bigger the game, the bigger the moment, uh, the better she is. Um, I mean, she leads us; she takes more charges than the rest of our team put together. But in a in a eighteen point game, probably not going to happen because she, you know, she's not going to do it. <laughs> she, she's and she's you know a what? She knows her. I don't want her to. Exactly. Uh, I don't want to take a chance on a concussion or something. But when when it's crunch time and matters, she'll there's no question uh, that she'll do what she needs to do so uh, you know we always have that size in the post i think Olivia's a good defensive post player and, and jesse's uh, improving in that area all the time but i think the other guards like uh, you knowgaladay's a good a good defender and we can put her on the ball so i can have jaden off the ball where, where she's so effective and then you bring uh, uh deal Saber in uh, she's also a good defender emma does a good job and they're, they're so athletic, they can make things happen. So I just think we have kind of a nice little mix going, uh, right now. And, you know, that can change in, uh, today's practice, who knows, but, uh, right now we have a pretty good flow defensively going and, uh, just a a lot of effort and, and uh, urgency going on. Well,
0: Tigers have some big games. Two more left here in the regular season as they battle for an MIAA title. We'll talk about that, get to our listener questions here in just a little bit, but we're at the bottom of the hour, so let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. Raise your glass can or bottle from Kaiser Liquor and salute all the hard-working Fort Hayes State Athletics. Kaiser Liquor and 14 KEYS Hayes. Tiger Talk from the Golden Q here on this Monday. We're going to take another break. We'll come back. We'll get to those questions. Had a couple of them emailed in. And we'll preview the Tigers and the Griffins coming up on Wednesday night. Tiger Talk brought to you by BTI. They're your John Deere dealer. Locations in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Ness City, and Pratt. BTI, our family in partnership with your family. More after the break on the Tiger Sports Network,
3: built by Paul Wartenberger Construction. It's finally here. The Fort Tavern and Patio Bar in downtown Hayes is now open. What is the Fort? Well, let's just say it's unlike anything in western Kansas. The entertainment is off the charts with axe throwing, duck pin bowling, virtual reality, games, food, and drinks, including a 30-tap self-pour beer wall. The Fort is a complete entertainment center. Kids and adults will love the experience. Now open, the Fort Tavern and Patio Bar, 109 West 7th, next to Defiance Brewing in downtown Hayes.
2: Stop looking for a job and start a career with BTI Equipment as an equipment service technician. BTI Equipment is one of the most progressive John Deere dealerships in the country and invests in technology, education, and resources for our employees. With industry-leading wages, uncapped bonus potential, paid training, company-matching 401k plan, and more, there's never been a better time to join the BTI family. Call BTI. For career opportunities, visit btiequip.com.
1: brumgart Hauer CPAs help clients find solutions to their tax, accounting, and business problems. Our experienced accountants want to help you too. We have offices in Hayes and Garden City. Our remote capabilities allow us to also serve clients that don't live near our office locations. If you have problems and need solutions, please contact us. brumgart Hauer CPAs. We can help. We do that.
2: This month is full of big games and lots of busy schedules. Save a little time and a little cooking at the Taco Shop. Take advantage of the
3: specials. Beef quesadilla, $389, Chicken Enchilada, $349, and the Pork Burrito for $379. The Taco Shop. Order anywhere by downloading their app.
0: Here's Bergman, right wing. Time of the key to Hobbs. Looks in low. Nobody there. Dribbles off to her left. Now picks up that dribble. A deep three. Good. Jaden Hobbs with their first basket. Her 44-3 of the year. 27-13. to Forte stayed by 14 points. Their biggest lead of the day. That's part of that big first half run by the Tiger women. Led by as many as 22 on Saturday. Held on to win it by 6 As they knock off the Jennies. Tiger Talk brought to you by the Taco Shop dine in, carry out fast delivery 625-7114 you can of course download their handy taco shop app get their full menu and uh, have a lot of great contactless delivery options all at the taco shop you've never had it so good Four-day state getting set to wrap up the regular season this week final home game is Wednesday senior day the tigers and missouri western we'll get to that in just a little bit A couple of quick questions one of them is about covid is it and, and is it still a factor in recruiting and, and and you know maybe how that has affected recruiting obviously was a little different, but just when your visits and all the different things. How's COVID playing into that right now?
1: Uh, right now, it's a zero, zero effect. Um, we don't have uh, any issues on any place we go, um, and and when we bring a kid in, um, you know, we don't require mm-hmm. vaccination. We don't require anything. Um, so nothing. Uh, right right now, as of really for most of this year, it hasn't had any effect on, on our recruiting process. I would
0: guess the biggest effect is those who were in the program when COVID hit and you get the extra year. I'm sure that yeah. has juggled, you know, and, oh, and def- it's, it's def- five years and who's going to play, who's going to come back. imagine that's as big a factor as anything.
1: Well, de- I, definitely. I mean, it just kind of jammed everything up. And I think some kids got caught in that. Uh, I know I've noticed some kids are, uh, maybe this would be a uh, a trickle down uh, deal, but I know it seems like kids are committing earlier, and a lot of them last year committed earlier because there wasn't much available. Mm-hmm. Because people, you know, just like we have, we have two kids come back that that would have been two kids we would have had to sign, uh, two scholarships we would have used. And I think most people were in that were in that boat, and and now I have you know a nine nine person freshman class, so it's it's going to have an effect for a few years. Until it kind of gets spread out a little bit, but uh, that probably would be the biggest effect.
0: But I appreciate the question for the from the listener. One other one, and we just saw it on the the TVs here the Golden Q. The little freakus after the game with Michigan and, and Wisconsin. Uh, your thoughts on the post game handshake? I know because of COVID, it kind of went away. You just wave, and you guys kind of kind of still implement yeah. that a little bit.
1: Yeah. Well, as far as the thing last night went, I mean, it's just it's childish uh, when you're concerned about. W- Somebody calling a timeout. I mean, give me a break. Just grow up. Uh, that, that's ridiculous. Uh, as far as the, I, I don't know when it started. I mean, I know it's been a long time since I played in college, but I don't ever remember doing that. I mean, if you knew somebody on the other team, you yeah. might go say hello or or whatever, but I, I don't remember really automatically lining up mm-hmm. and going through that. I don't, I don't think it's necessary. Uh, you know, you don't want to seem like you're, uh, standoffish, uh, by not doing it. So if we're not going to do it, I always tell the coach before the game, Hey, we haven't been shaking hands, uh, just because of uh, COVID and you don't want to catch what we have, or I'll just make light of it. Right. And, and then you just don't do it. Um, but really we we've had some incidences over the years. I mean, I had a girl get, uh, punched one a few years ago in the, in the, in the lineup. Um, carly heim actually if you remember <laughs> yeah, she isn't carly heim anymore <laughs> yeah she, right. got, she got just a short little rabbit <laughs> punch Gotta to the that. to the gut you yeah. know and if you've ever seen her uh, that's the last place you want to hit her you probably hurt your hand i mean uh but anyway you you do set yourself up for mm-hmm. some incidences so probably probably just needs to be eliminated with covid and All right. whatever
0: all right. Well, let's get back to the task at hand. Final home game, senior day on Wednesday, Missouri Western uh, lost at home to Emporia on Saturday. Obviously, they're trying to get in the NCAA tournament. They're going to be in desperation mode and a and, and, and very talented team, um, kind of been up and down a little bit. But uh, you'll have your hands full. And obviously, with everything you guys are playing for, conference championship, trying to host a regional this is a huge game on Wednesday.
1: Oh, it is. it is, And they, they are they're. They they've got some really good athletes and some good players and they play hard and um, you know they beat Central uh, Missouri twice in overtime. Yeah. I mean so they're you know they're in fourth place. They're 20 and six. They're a good team. They've won a won a lot of games and they beat some good teams and I mean the the game before the Emporia game they they caught Emporia on a bad night uh, but they beat they beat Washburn by over 20 just mm-hmm. just totally dominate them the game before that so. Uh, it'll, it'll be a good one. We need to be ready to play. And they are, I don't, they're, I don't remember where they were in last region. Were they seventh or eighth or something in there? Yeah. Um, they were right underneath Southern, uh, probably seventh. So they are, they're kind of on the bubble and if they lose a couple more, it'll probably knock them out. So they're going to be, they're going to be playing hard and desperate playing for something. And whenever a team's still playing for something this time of year, it makes it more dangerous.
0: And final, you know, you're in honor of some seniors
1: before the game. They've obviously had a lot to the program, and always want to want to send them out on a good note. Yeah, you know, for sure. <laughs> and and we've got some good ones. I mean, uh, Whitney's been around now for five years, and and Jaden for three, and we got both. You know, it's it's really nice that we got we got two two players of of that quality for an extra year. Mm-hmm. Uh, it really really helped us. And then we have Sydney Bergman who, you know, negotiations are still open with her because <laughs> she could come back right. and, and we would love to have her back. But, you know, you get to this point at, at uh, in these kids' careers and they, they graduate and, um, you know, they've got plans and they've had plans. And Sydney's a, a planner, you know. She's <laughs> she ha- a four O student and she's probably already got a job lined up that's better than mine. Uh, but... You know what I'm saying is yep. uh, we'd love to have her back, but right now she's going to go through senior night uh, with the idea that she's she's probably not going to come back and play uh, her final, final year of eligibility. Well, that'll be fun
0: to honor them. Hopefully they can go out and uh, get a nice victory on the home floor. Tony, as always, appreciate your time, and we will see you on Wednesday. Okay, thanks, George. Tony Hobson, coach of the day state Women, again, they'll host Missouri Western at 5.30 on Wednesday night and then a 1.30 tip Saturday in Maryville against Northwest Missouri State. Tiger Talk brought to you by Adams Brown, where they do more than run numbers and file tax returns. They work hard to become strategic allies. Adams Brown, strategic allies, and CPAs, they are uh, – Who you need to call, strategic allies and CPAs at Adams Brown. We'll take a break. And men's coach Mark Johnson joins us as Tiger Talk continues on the Tiger Sports Network built by Paul Wurtenberger
3: Construction. It's finally here. The Fort Tavern and Patio Bar in downtown Hayes is now open. What is the Fort? Well, let's just say it's unlike anything in western Kansas. The entertainment is off the charts with axe throwing, duck pin bowling, virtual reality, games, food, and drinks, including a 30-tap self-pour beer wall. The Fort is a complete entertainment center. Kids and adults will love the experience. Now open, the Fort Tavern and Patio Bar, 109 West 7th, next to Defiance Brewing in downtown Hayes. The March 1st deadline for Midwest Energy's Community Fund is quickly
2: approaching. Charitable, educational, and nonprofit organizations in Midwest Energy's service area are encouraged to apply. Community Fund grants range from $100 to $1,000, and you can apply online in just minutes. To apply, visit www.mwenergy.com and click the Community tab. Midwest Energy, a customer-owned cooperative, making energy work for you.
1: Every day, you have the power to make your story better. To find purpose, let go of fears, enjoy more conveniences, take risks. At Golden Belt Bank, we're here to help every story we're a part of shine brighter. Let's write the next chapter together. This is banking one story at a time. Golden Belt Bank, one story at a time. Visit goldenbeltbank.com, member FDIC
2: complete expert service and repair for whatever you drive that's what you'll find in gnl tire and automotive over the decades they've kept up with all the changes and they always give you a free estimate and answer any questions you might have before any work is done and of course tires is in gnl tires name because they have a complete line of tires for all vehicles situations and budgets gnl tire and automotive on the bricks in downtown hayes
0: Bright plucks it away, dribbles down the lane, out to Davis, down to Yanchin. extra pass Pichel for three, off to the right, no good, Yanchin kept it alive, it's on the deck and grabbed by Trajan Davis, now Hammocky to the foul line, a floater, good, Caleb Hamickey scores, great job on the offensive glass, Yanchin kept it alive, Tigers get the bucket, and they're back on top by eight. Yeah, with some of the action from Thursday, four-day state knocking off Lincoln 73-35. Welcome back to Tiger Talk. We're live at the Golden Q, just two blocks east of campus. If the game's on, they're open. Men's coach Mark Johnson joins us now. Two nice wins, beat Lincoln Thursday, beat Central Missouri Saturday. Northwest gets beat. We go into the final week of the regular season, and... uh, Obviously, you're trying to get into the NCAA tournament, but but there's a lot on the line in the conference race yet. Who'd have thought uh, when this whole conference thing started back in December that here you'd be, but you're right there in the thick of things. It's been fun. Yeah, yeah. We
4: had a good week again. Our guys just keep doing what they have to do. Uh, You know, that highlight there. I mean, that was a big part of the first half. We had 12 offensive rebounds. I think B was really good on the offensive glass, keeping uh, balls alive. And then, um, you know, we just shut them out, and then we started making shots in the second half. And you know, I don't care who you're playing in the MIAA, we have very few games like that where yeah. you, you coast the last 10 minutes. It seems like every game is just such a uh, stressful uh, finish to the to the game. And it was just nice to kind of have one that didn't come down to that. Even the Monday before that, I think they had it at 7 with, I don't know, 10, 10 mm-hmm. minutes to go in the game at our place. So uh, stressful games, it's nice to kind of be able to just relax to finish a game. And then Central Missouri is just a their style of play a little bit like Rodgers and all that is going to be one of those, uh, tough games. Uh, and our guys did enough to find a way to, to make enough plays and get enough stops to win the game.
0: Well, and, and, um, you came out on Thursday, and in the second half, you hit 11 of your first 11 shots. I mean, obviously, you do that. That helps kind of get you that separation. And, and, and you look at any blowouts, that's usually a lot, of the, a lot of the factors, turnovers, and if a team just got on fire, and you haven't had a lot of those. But it was nice yeah. to see your guys hit some shots.
4: Yeah, we played well. Nigel's really starting to shoot again. You know, Nigel's been one of them guys. You look at his percentages for the year from three, it's just phenomenal. He's shooting the ball great. But it really feels like he'll have about a four or five-game stretch where he makes everything and then four or five where he doesn't make anything, and, and now we're back on that stretch again. He was big at, uh, you know, the second half against Lincoln, and then he hit a couple, you know, his his uh, standard step-back threes, uh, you know, he made a couple big ones against Central Missouri too. No
0: doubt about that. And and, uh, and Caleb did not hit a three in the Central Missouri game, but yet, and you said it well, Stepped up down the stretch when we had to to try to win that game and was on the line. He made some big plays. Rare to see him have a, an over game from three, but he still did enough to help this team contribute and get a win. Yeah, they, they uh,
4: you know, they make it hard on you. you got to drive. And then they put the Nelson kid on you. And like I said, I, I think from a physical defensive standpoint, the two guys that stand out in, in uh, our league that I think it are just really make it hard on their opposing offensive player is, is our guy B and then mm-hmm. Jacor Nelson for them I mean that guy's six five strong athletic guy and he made it difficult on Caleb and Caleb had a big and one and it, too, I think they cut it to six and a couple of plays that stick out my mind was they cut it to six and Caleb had that three-point play on the drive that kind of relaxed us again thought Gabe had a nice back cut a finish and then Elijah had a kind of the finishing drive to uh, when win the game. Those three plays were all big for us.
0: And you got to the rim in the UCM game, and we talked about it afterwards, just the way they defend. If you can get past that first line, you've got a chance to have a good look, and you did. I mean, there's times there was nobody impeding a lane to the rim.
4: Yeah, a little bit like Missouri Southern. You know, their initial wave is pretty extreme, but there's they don't have a lot behind it. You know, when you play Rogers; they have that same thing, but then they got that <laughs> help defense behind it. And, uh, yeah, you got to be able to drive it. That's not, I would say, overall, if you look at it with our team, we're, we're not full of drivers. And you got to be able to get downhill past them and finish at the rim. And uh, we were able to get just enough. You know, at times, Nige is just um, – great under control at times. I wish a would just let it go a little bit more and be more aggressive, you know, uh, but that's not really his personality. And, but he had, he had a couple nice finishes for us.
0: Well, you mentioned B he got you off to the good start. Very active in the uh, Lincoln game, 9.4 boards. And, uh, I think he may have scored your first six or six of your first eight. Yeah, he got I mean, you up to a good start.
4: Yeah, you know, he, he's, you know, he, he sets those ball screens at times and he's fa- he's quick, fast and moves, moves hard. And, and that, uh, got us going, Uh, got us some baskets to start the game because you had like seven of them you know that's why uh, you know you're just not going to get any threes off against them the way they go they're going to give you so much pressure out front that everything has to be at the rim mostly
0: well you got uh, you took care of business you got the job done and and it seems like your team is just kind of basking in the moment they've they've worked hard to get to this point they understand what's on the line with everything and and uh, just just fun to go out there and see them perform and, and and play well and just Find ways to win. We kind of touched on with Tony. I mean, you get to this point of the year, doesn't matter, you don't get style points. It's not matter of, did you get the win or the loss, and they're doing what they have to do.
4: Yeah, our guys, you know, we have we have a week to go, and our guys have really played. Oh, you look in conference season um, through 20 games, you know, our guys have done all the tough things and the hard things. You know, you look right now, we're leading the league in scoring defense in conference. We're leading the league in field goal percentage defense. I think uh, our guys are leading the league in three-point field goal percentage defense, and we're leading the league in rebound margin. I mean, that's those are all things that... It it takes toughness, it takes effort, it takes commitment, it takes focus, game in, game out. And we've said this over the years, you know, we get so enamored with when we say talent. We think how athletic a guy is or how the guy, you know, skill set, And it's all nice to have. You know, but there's also a talent of playing hard. There's a talent it takes of being tough. Uh, There's a talent it takes to be able to execute and, and do what's right on the floor. And not everybody has that talent And I think we have a group of guys that are, their talent is really good at being tough, playing hard in being able to have a basketball IQ and execute on both ends of the floor and sometimes that that gets overlooked that we just think everybody can do that and not everybody can do that.
0: Tiger Talk brought to you today by Golden Bell Bank of Hazen Ellis here to make every story shine brighter. It's the way they do banking, one story at a time. You can check them out at goldenbellbank.com. We did have a couple of listener questions. We'll get to those when we come back. We'll preview Missouri Western and Northwest Missouri State. Final two games of the regular season and uh, both big games for four days. State as they wind down the regular season. Get ready for the MIAA Tournament. We'll return after this. It's Tiger Talk. We're
3: live at the Golden Q on the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Berger Construction. It's finally here. The Fort Tavern and Patio Bar in downtown Hayes is now open. What is the Fort? Well, let's just say it's unlike anything in western Kansas. The entertainment is off the charts with axe throwing, duck pin bowling, virtual reality, games, food, and drinks, including a 30-tap self-pour beer wall. The Fort is a complete entertainment center. Kids and adults will love the experience. Now open, the Fort Tavern and Patio Bar, 109 West 7th, next to Defiance Brewing in downtown Hayes.
2: As an athlete, the one thing you dread most are injuries. They keep you from being the best you can be. That's why for sports injuries, area athletes rely on the Sports Injury Walk-In Clinic at Hayes Orthopedic Institute. The trained professionals in sports medicine get you diagnosed and on the road to recovery as quickly as possible. Open Monday and Thursday mornings, 8 to 9. The Sports Injury Walk-In Clinic at Hayes Orthopedic Institute will help you be your best. The Sports Injury Walk-In Clinic at Hayes Med, 785-261-7599. Nextech Business Technology Solutions are designed to drive client success. We define solutions to fit your business in physical and cybersecurity,
0: managed IT, M365, and cloud phone. So call us up for a free network assessment or a dark web scan. Let's get started. Sign
2: a qualifying deal and choose Apple AirPods Pro or an Apple Watch SE.
0: Nextech, celebrating 70 years, a legacy of connectivity. Inbound to right. He's guarded by Sides. 52 seconds left in the game. 10 to shoot. Nijie on the right wing trying to attack. Goes baseline into corner Nanabu. Elijah drives to the basket. He'll lay it in with the left hand. Elijah Nanabu with eight. Four state by six. 60 to 54. That was a big time bucket. As one coach talked about a little bit ago, that was the final margin as the Tigers knocked off Central Missouri on Saturday. Now back at home to take on Missouri Western on Wednesday night, final home game, and then at Northwest on Saturday. Welcome back to Tiger Talk. We are live at the Golden Cube. If you have a couple of email questions, you can do that anytime during the week. Go to FHSUAthletics.com click on the t- fans tab, you'll get a drop-down menu, and there in the bottom you'll see ask the coach and a chance to win a $25 gift card from the Golden Q. And coach Hobson kind of answered this, and you know, mainly COVID and how it affects recruiting, and uh, they, actually, COVID is refect- you can bring anybody in, you can go visit anybody, but I'm sure the biggest is just for a while here, who's coming back, who's using that extra year, who's not using the extra year, I imagine that's the lingering impact right now.
4: Yeah, I would say over time, you know, as it goes on, you know, I think what initially happened, you kind of knew right away last year's kids who were coming back and not. And now as you move forward, a lot of these kids aren't ready to make that decision. You know, Caleb technically could be, is he a freshman or is he a sophomore? (laughs) And uh, so it's kind of messing up your classes a little bit because you never know what's going to happen. And then, you know, like Nike right now is going to go through senior night. I would say most likely he's not, but sometimes when that final horn sounds, minds change, you know what I mean? So uh, you know, you're you're kind of up in the – I would say that's what's COVID affected the most. It's not really affecting right now of as far as physically recruiting and visits and you go and watch. And it's, it's just more as we feel like COVID just affected last year's seniors. Really, it affected everybody that was playing, whether it be a freshman, sophomore. You just don't know, you know, how many more years they have left. Next year, it's like B and, and Gilbert. where B is an international kid. He's going to graduate. You know, that's a big commitment to come back for another year and another – you know, so, that, you know, you just that's all up in the air and that affects our recruiting for right now. Do we need to go get a, a big guy and red shirt him next year a uh, four year kid to get him more prepared for that next year? Or are some of these guys going to be back for one more year? And that and that's uh, and it's a tough ask to, to demand oh, no. them to go. We need to know right now because, <laughs> you know, things change.
0: Yeah, well, we'll find out. Time will tell. But it's affecting everybody, so everybody's kind of in the same boat. Uh, the the second one was, I'm sure you saw the Michigan Wisconsin into the game, the the little melee. Uh, the question is, your thoughts on the post game handshake? Should should they just get get rid of them? Go away with them? You know, we probably do. You know what I mean? And things are volatile right after the game.
4: Everybody needs a cooling off period. And and nowadays. And that would have been even 20 years ago. Everybody would have known about it. But I'm saying even on social media camera, everything gets exposed. So we feel like these things are happening more. They're not probably happening any more than they used to. It's just we're aware of every every time it happens. I think it probably probably needs to go away. You know, you look at the NBA. They don't have post uh, handshake lines. Um, you know, we're we're now even in the last few years. Everybody's into these pre-handshake, like pre-game <laughs> handshake. You know, I got every player from the other team coming down, wanting <laughs> yeah. to shake hands, Turn the and light up, shake the the refs. You know, so if we're gonna have to do it now, before <laughs> we probably don't need to do it after. I'm not a big fan of doing it before. You know, what I mean, either, but I, I, it is what it is. I mean, I, you know, we all need to be above it and be better uh, than what happened. That can't happen, shouldn't happen, no matter what. But uh, yeah, I'd
0: probably be smart to go away with it. But um,
4: you know, no one's listening to me. <laughs> yeah.
0: Or me, but uh, no, I understand completely. We'll see if anything becomes of that, if it does uh, institute some change. Tigers wrapping up the regular season here at home Wednesday and then on the road Saturday, uh, Northwest Missouri State. Missouri Western coming to town. Uh, They beat Emporia Saturday. I mean... They, they, they dealt with COVID, and I think they got a make-up game with Southern tonight. They've played a lot of games. They're kind of on a NBA schedule, something like seven games, 14 days, trying to get it all into their credit. They're trying to get all their games in, and we'll get them in. But um, scary team. They looked really good on Saturday night and went over Emporia State. It's going to be a big game. Yeah, they're playing a lot better. They beat Central Oklahoma at
4: Central Oklahoma last week. I mean, we caught them right after COVID, caught them at the perfect time. Uh, they're really playing good. I think they're they're doing a better do- job of slowing the the game down and and uh, taking better shots, not having to play defense the whole possession or the whole game, and and playing. So, like I said, they're you know at, at Central Oklahoma and, and Emporia beating Emporia, that's impressive. Uh, they're playing a lot of games. You know, this will still be this will be our sixth game in 14 uh, days. It's eerily similar to a year ago. Mm-hmm. You know, that game was vital for us to make the postseason, and them too. both of us you know we had just come off like three games down in oklahoma in the week they had i mean so you when you reflect on that game i really felt like both teams were in a fog the first half whichever team would have been ready to turn it up and go would have won that game and i think we're in the same boat like you said they're playing a lot of game makeup games and like i said we're technically still playing our sixth game and that's playing every other day for two Mm -hmm. weeks that's hard so uh you know we need to do better this time around of of being ready to go. And and I think obviously we're a team that has to be ready to go uh, when we play uh, because a lot of the things we do to win the game – takes a lot of effort and a lot of focus.
0: And I don't expect your team to look past this game just because they know and they've been through this, but you have Northwest lurking Saturday, Bearcats loss, you're right there with them in the conference standings. It'd be easy to kind of set your sights on that finale in Maryville, but you can't do that. But obviously that's going to be a big one and who knows what's going to be on the line when that thing comes Yeah, together. if we
4: sweep this weekend, no matter what happens, we'll be the, we can get to the number two seats. you know, and that's, a, you know, two is better than three. And then you never know with Central Oklahoma, uh, they have two, uh, Central Missouri and Southern, that are all, things can happen in the MIAA. So yeah, we sweep this week. There's a chance we could uh, get a conference
0: championship. Well, that'd be fun. Who would have thought that happened back in the start of the conference race in December? Coach, as always, appreciate the time. We'll see you on Wednesday night. All right, thanks, George. That's Mark Johnson, coach of the Tigers. Uh, again, Wednesday, 537 30. Tigers in Missouri Western. Then 133 30 Saturday from Bearcat Arena in Maryville, the regular season finale with Northwest Missouri State. One more basketball Tiger time. That'll be next Monday. We'll preview the MIAA tournament, which should be <laughs> incredible on both the men's and women's side. Tiger Talk brought to you today by Golden Bell Bank of Hayes and Ellis, Adams Brown, The Taco Shop, BTI, Hayes Orthopedic Institute, and GNL Tired Automotive. And, of course, brought to you by the Golden Q. If the game's on, they're open.